0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Odds and Ends. I'm Carl Keith, Montgomery County Auditor, and I'm your host for Odds and Ends. This is a a program and initiative from the uh, sponsored and hosted by the Montgomery County Auditor's Office as a way of providing the community with some information and and uh, on topics that you may not be f- totally familiar with. And during these episodes, we have the opportunity to. Uh, interview people from the community that uh, you may not know uh, and uh, find out what they do and and the type of role that they play in the community uh, in a a format that's engaging we hope and interesting and hopefully you can learn a little bit more about some things that people are out there doing in the community uh, providing services and and doing, doing some great work uh, as we find out throughout Montgomery County today, today our uh, guest today for this week's, uh, this month's episode is Larry Hartlob. Uh, Larry works in the Montgomery County Auditor's Office with me, and uh, he is he serves as the Director of Tax and Finance. So you know this, so this episode we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic, <laughs> taxes. You know, uh, we're going to uh, spend a lot of time talking yeah. about taxes, uh, property mm-hmm. taxes, and and. Particular, and again, it's one of people's favorite topics. One of mine. Yeah, okay. Right. It, it is one of Larry's right. because he, he works in this uh, right. pretty closely, and so he spends a lot of time with it. Very knowledgeable, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of expertise, so we're looking forward to talking to it Now, but before we do that, I want to talk to, about you. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. Larry is... Um, uh, it's a, his, his interesting background because he's you've been in the auditor's office now how many years? Um, I believe this is this my fourth year here with your you? Your fourth, fourth year? And maybe, yeah. Four and Going a on half? five. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not been a long time employee but he has a long history in, in government already yes. as a young man. Already has a long history in government uh, and he has comes to us from uh, Port Clinton and Ottawa County so why don't you give us a little bit about your background.
1: Okay. Um, so uh, so my starting government actually started in my hometown in Port Clinton, uh, where I was born and raised. Um, I, When I was the ripe old age of 27, I ran for office uh, for city auditor. I uh, was able to win that in a special election, and I did that for about five years, uh, which the city auditor is basically the chief financial officer for the city. So Port Clinton's a city of about 6,000. So mm-hmm. you wind up doing a lot of... A lot of things in that. Port Clinton
0: is on Lake Erie. It is. Sorry about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's right on the Northern, Northern shore of Ohio, uh, right on Lake Erie. It's a big tourist area. If you've ever been to put in Bay, you've been to Port Clinton. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where the ferries leave out to go over to the islands. Um, it's not far from Cedar point. It's vacation land in Ohio. So that's where I'm from. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and then after that, I was able to get appointed to the Ottawa County auditor. So I was once a county auditor myself. Um, and you know, I did that for about five years. Um, again, uh, much different scale office than we have here in Montgomery. Hey, why don't County. you talk a little
0: bit about the differences? <laughs> okay,
1: there, uh, so you know, uh, just for example, the, the one that sticks out in my head is uh, that I had about 10 and a half full time employees, I had a part time weights and measure inspector. What I, <laughs> I, what do we got four or five guys yes. on weights inspection yes. here? So you know, there's a big difference there, uh, and uh. We did our own in house appraisal. So I had three guys that did that where we don't even have that department here. Mm-hmm. So it was ten and a half people. What we have in Montgomery County office?
0: It's about a hundred and five. Right. About so hundred
1: and five. It, yeah. So it's about an order of ten. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um and it kinda goes down the list. So our our budget our all in budget uh was about eighty million a year. We did about eighty million in property taxes, you know, where we do close to a billion in both those categories here in Montgomery yeah. County. So yeah. um and it was about 38,000 parcels versus 253,000 parcels, um, and about 41,000 full-time residents. Uh, And that's big, important, because in Ottawa County... Uh, on a slower weekend in the summer, there's about 125,000 people present. And on the busiest ones, it was more like 250,000. So yeah. it was a very big uh, swing for us.
0: Well, and and, that, and of course, you're not unfamiliar with Montgomery County because you went to school here. I did.
1: I, I came down. I went to Wright State. I did a bachelor's of science in economics there. And then I also did my master's in economics yeah. there as
0: well. So. so, you know, from from my point of view and from the office point of view, we really thought that uh, Larry was a real fine for us. Mm-hmm. Uh he, uh, he he contacted me and told me he was looking for a career change. And I said, well, how about instead of a career change, how about coming to work for me? Right, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we just felt like that was a, a real good fit for us. Again, he had been the county auditor, but in a smaller, smaller county. And, and what happens in these smaller counties, you know, like you said, you've got a staff of ten. We have a staff of a hundred. So right. you know, I don't do payroll and, and I don't do tax settlements. And I, right. don't, I, you know, I manage those things. I hire people to do those things. Right. But when you're in a county with, with ten employees, you end up doing wearing a lot of hats and yeah, being ha- a lot, lot more a tr- hands-on. Is that lot, true?
1: Yes. And we we had a lot flatter management structure. It was me and then everybody else. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. you know, it wasn't. I didn't have. Um, you know, we got a big team of directors and an administrative mm-hmm. team that help you carry out everything because you've got to manage a much bigger bureaucracy here. So um, you know, so you just had to get your hands in on it. Yeah. Um, it was great, though. It gave me a great opportunity to learn kind of all the facets of the office. Uh, and then when I came down here, we were able to kind of – I kind of wait and see, helped out on some small projects to start out with, and then found a role that I could plug into and, you know, really kind of round out your team
0: when we so, got the chance. Yeah, so, yeah, so you mentioned you got your got your master's degree yeah. while you were here, and then you also got a certified, certified license as a school treasurer? I,
1: yes, uh, I did get my – i. Got my license uh, about two years ago. you know, you got to take a few graduate courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, luckily, the role you play as county auditor actually qualifies you to waive most of the job shadowing requirements, sure. right? Okay. Because we does do so help? much. It does. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a 300 <laughs> hour waiving you know, yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah. you had to shadow somebody for 300 hours, a school treasurer, or have relevant work experience, which being chief fiscal officer and, you know, doing all the, like, we manage audits, we do all that sort of stuff, financial reporting, all the pieces with uh, tax revenue and stuff like that. They count that as. Worthy experience, then. Yeah, yeah. So I took a couple courses at UD uh, to get the to qualify for that, and then just filled out some paperwork. So I've been a licensed school treasurer for about two years now as well.
0: And again, that's helpful. And we want to get into talking about taxes a little bit, right. property taxes. Um, having that skill and that background, I think is is uh, being in the roll yards is, is very helpful. I'm sure you'll agree with that. Yeah. Um, there, I saw uh, the results of a survey done several years ago, and of course, you know, nobody's really really taxes in general is not a very popular subject with most people. But in this survey, asked, you know, what was the least popular tax? And the property taxes was, like, overwhelmingly (laughs) at the top of the list. Uh, But, of course, you know, as you and I, we deal with this a a lot, and and this is – uh, you know, a big part of our, our job and our role as the, in the county auditor's office. Uh, so you want to talk about that role a little yeah, bit? Yeah. So,
1: um, you know, the county uh, county auditor has like two roles in this, right? We're the chief assessing officer, which assigns the value for tax purposes, right? So that's one piece of the equation. And then the second piece is we also manage all the tax levies, tax rates, tax authorities, and tax districts mm-hmm. uh, so that we can apply the taxes uh, to those parcels and those values correctly so that we can generate the tax bill for the treasurer to collect those taxes and redistribute down to our local government partners like schools, fire departments, you know, cities and townships who use it for, you know- Human s- services. Right, human, yeah, Sinclair the county. county College. Yeah, there's all kinds of tax authorities. I, I was counting this before we left. I think it's 67 or 68 now that we distribute look, money to in Montgomery sure, County. I'm sure. Um, so uh, there's a whole bunch of taxing authorities and, you know, we provide that money. If we didn't do it, they wouldn't have the ability to pay for police and fire, for schools, for, you know, street repair. Uh, this money goes to all kinds of different uses um, and it's super important. And the human services levy is actually one of our biggest levies in the county it actually probably is the biggest one. Now I think about it yeah. um, and you know uh, so it's invaluable what we provide um, and you know, I feel proud of the work we do, mm-hmm. um, even though I know that not everybody wants to talk to us all the time. You know, <laughs> well, that's true, but they want the services. They do. They absolutely. want the services, and we're willing to take that for it. Yeah, you know, we're willing yeah. to be that front
0: line. So. It, uh, I t- like to tell people, so yeah, it might be unpopular, but it's one of the you know, it's, it's a lot different from the sales tax, and it's a lot different from an income tax." I mean, one thing, it, it's collected here locally. Uh, you're allowed to have, people can have input into it. The, the, the tax rates are set by the voters. Absolutely. Uh, but with levies, and we don't set the tax rate. The voters set the tax rate. Uh, and then if they want to, even the, on the value, if they want to appeal their value, there's, we provide opportunities for them to, to have their voice in that. Uh, uh, and we can talk a little bit about next year's triennial yeah. update, right, you yeah. know, would people have an opportunity to, to meet with us and contest their value if right. they want to do that. And then the important thing, I think, is what you were alluding to, all that money stays here. I mean it doesn't a portion does. of it doesn't go to Washington, a portion right. of it doesn't go to Columbus. All the money that's collected stays here. In the local community and is spent here on local services right. and
1: for the purposes of the levy as defined by the voters.
0: Right. So you know if you pass if it's a fire
1: levy, it, it has goes to, go fire. to fire. It goes to right. fire uh, so support fire department. There's yeah. no question about what it's up to, right? Um,
0: yeah. And as you mentioned, what about a billion dollars? We are just about to hit a billion this dollars year, year. Yes. that so we collect in in, uh, and in taxes here. So if yeah. that's like
1: current charges for those tax levies. Then there's also additional special assessments that kind of get us close to that billion dollars. So, right. You know that would be for like. Um, Curb gutter, sidewalk projects, lighting assessments, uh, ditch maintenance, and stuff like that. Sure. We also that also goes on your property tax bill. That also comes through our office as well. So um, that's just another additional thing. But when you add that with the taxes, yeah, we're right near a billion this year. So. And most of that goes to local schools. Almost
0: all, yes, yeah. like sixty percent overall goes to local schools. Local schools, schools. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's the 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 biggest por- portion of it is, is the fund fund goes to funding local schools. And then I think after you get past that, you mentioned human services. The yes. county has a human services levy that right. supports uh, senior citizens and and. Uh, uh, children's services and, yeah. and those types of things, mental health yes, things. Mental health. Yeah. Uh, I think that's Port a, of DD. Yeah, that's like another that. another big portion of it. Uh, but then you know the rest of things kind of breaks up and it goes to libraries and yeah, uh, it gets a little fractional after that. Yeah, so Sinclair Community College yeah, is part of it. Our park system. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Those kinds. So we of have a lot of different agencies. Sixty-seven. Yes, 67, sixty-seven taxing districts. Right. And again, it's a big county. It's one of the one of the things we hear from people a lot of times is. Well, you know, the taxes rate and the taxes here in Montgomery County are are a lot higher than in Preble or Miami or Green. Part of that is just because of the services we provide, Uh, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it
1: goes to the Sinclair, the parks districts, the the human services levy. Those are things that just aren't typical in every county. um, And that is one of the more direct reasons why our tax rates are a little higher than other
0: places near us. Now, we do... We've got an election coming up this November. We do. And there's some levies on the ballot there. Yeah. Uh, I think most of them are renewals this year. I mean, most they?
1: of them are renewals. we got a big one coming in Kettering, um, 599 down there. Um, I think that'll raise close to 8 or $9 million, um, if that is successful in November. For Kettering schools. Kettering schools. schools. Sorry, mm-hmm. yes, I mm-hmm. left out the schools. That's the important part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I think we have one for Miami Valley Fire District, which is the fire district covers Miami'sburg, Miami City, or Miami Township. Yes. Yes. Um, that's a little odd, uh, but it's a pretty, I'm not sure exactly how much that one's going to generate, but that's a big fire one. That's the other additional one. So.
0: But the rest of it are all renewals. Yes. And that's, um, can you just, bring, I don't want to get into too much, but yeah. can you tell a little bit difference between a renewal and addition and yeah. replacement? So, because that, that uh, matters. So that, first off, let's
1: start with additional, because I think that's the most logic, or most easy to kind of explain. Additional means that, you know, it is a new tax levy that mm-hmm. will generate additional dollars, right? So... Um, if you see additional on your ballot that is, and you vote for that, you are approving them to raise your taxes for that purpose. Uh, renewal is a levy that has already existed. It was already voted on prior and has been on the tax rates or on the tax uh, duplicate for some time at that point. And it, usually they are written for three, five years, ten years, depending on the levy. Some of them are continuous. Um, so if it ha- if it is not continuous, it needs to be renewed from time to time. So it basically means it needs to come back to the voters to get... Uh, mm-hmm. Reapproved. If it is reapproved, it does not generate any new revenue for that uh, district. It just continues to charge that tax going forward. So they continue to collect that revenue, but at the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's a renewal, the only new money that you can get out of it would be from new construction. Uh, properties not anything if your property already existed it does not increase your taxes on that level um, directly so the type
0: of levy makes a difference it does the types of levy makes a it, difference and renewals are usually a little easier to for I, the yeah, voters I mean, to accept
1: Yeah, we do a, we went through this mike and i went through this last year i think it was i mean i could we we went back 10 years and couldn't find one that had failed couldn't find it, that it ever yeah. failed a renewal that it ever yeah they're failed. they're pretty rare um and if they do um you know you usually get a couple swings at renewing it um Mm -hmm. it's it's technically up to three um unless it's an emergency it's up to four um And if they don't pass it by then, then it will fall off the taxes and they will need to come back, or then they will not get that revenue going forward. Um, So it just depends on the timing on that expiration.
0: So, you know, again, voters are asked to uh, support these levies, and then we certify the results, whether they pass or fail, and and then it gets on the taxes. So uh, a new levy that's passed in November— yeah, we, we got, if it's dated to start the and it'll start like the right away. Yes, right we, away.
1: Uh, the turnaround on this is like 2 weeks. Yeah, So we we wait for the board of elections to certify those results. We send it up to the state and we're preparing to get those on the tax bills for January.
0: Yeah, cuz the so, tax bills go out in January yeah, and, and we and, have you know, to have it all together by then.
1: Absolutely. And it you know, we said it 67 tax authorities, so that is a lot of uh, data entry to enter and mm-hmm. double check. Uh, that's what my team does most of December. We're working on that sort of stuff and because uh, we got to get it right because you make even one decimal place off you've... Uh could be thousands of tax bills. It, it could be wrong, it's just like on those gas pumps.
0: You know, one decimal place off of those gas pumps make a big difference in what yeah, you get charged, right? Yeah, we have to pay very close attention when we're doing stuff. So. Well, let, yeah. I, so let's talk about just a little bit and what time we have left. So that's not the only thing your department does, though, because mm-hmm. we you also get involved with the. There's a public library fund yeah. that we distribute responsible, and uh, we're, we're responsible for distributing, and also the local government fund. You want to talk about those two? Uh, yeah, So these things?
1: represent old partnerships with the state, right? Um, I like to leave that out there. So in case anyone's ever talking about cutting it, they know that mm-hmm. no, this is a, a decades-long partnership between state and local government and local libraries. Um, it's a share of general revenue funds from uh, the state budget, so uh, which is predominantly sales and income tax at the state level. Uh, the percentage gets split off and sent to these funds. So public libraries get 1.7% of all general revenue funds. And the local government fund gets 1.66% of all of those funds. Now, it used to be higher. Mm-hmm. Um, 2013 was a banner year for all kinds of things, but that was one of the years that really cut back on, really local cut back, yeah, cut back so, on the local government fund. Right, and a little bit of the public library fund as well. Um, and actually, you can see, I think that's when libraries started really putting levies on, honestly, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. during that time. Um, but, yeah, so we do that, and I, I wrote down some numbers here so I can't even say it. Um, and last year we brought in... Uh, about just shy $22 million on the local government fund and just under $24 million on the public library fund. So I, it's a big one. Yes, level. that local
0: government fund, though, has, so it's been cut in half, basically. Yes. So, yeah. so at one point, we would have been collecting $44 million, right? Right, yes. And,
1: you know, so a good chunk goes to the county, mm-hmm. and then a good chunk goes to the county seat, uh, which for us is Dayton. So, And then the rest of it is split up by we use a formula that uh, – uses population and assessed value. Mm -hmm. And so as those change, we kind of redistribute those funds around that, those two variables. And
0: so... Every city, every township, yep. schools don't get any schools of that Schools do money. not
1: get local government fund, but they've you know, they got that state funding formula um, mm-hmm. from the state that gets their... That's where they get their state support from. Right. So.
0: so the biggest chunk goes to the county and to the city of Dayton, and then the rest gets divided up among the other cities. And, yeah. And according to a gets, formula that everyone has a, agreed to. Yes. <laughs> uh, some time ago, I believe it's dated from the 80s. It's been so a while. It's uh, been a while, yeah.
1: Uh, you told me Bill Loy had
0: a... Hand yeah, he did. And so. uh, <laughs> there's another person from our office, because uh, the county at one time had gone through... A series of lawsuits from the other jurisdictions about the formula and that it wasn't being that it wasn't fair to some of the smaller jurisdictions and yeah. so we did a lot of work and you mentioned uh, Bill bill lawyer in my office was part of that team that that worked out the details of the current formula we use and uh, so it's been in place for a while now but every jurisdiction voted to approve it and we haven't had we haven't been sued on it in a long oh, time right. so yeah. it's been working well
1: i i agree and um it's one of those things that um, we get an estimate for it every july um and it's been uh, basically from the the COVID pandemic. It's been those estimates have been a little bit um, mm-hmm. harder to nail down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had uh, originally produced uh, for 2020. I think they said it was going to go down 20 or 30 percent, and it wound up coming in flat. Yeah. So you know. Um, but now uh, their next year was looking at like 24 and 26, respectively. So almost $50 million was coming in was what their estimate was for the next coming year. So
0: It's been an interesting, and you, you've got a background in, in economics. Mm-hmm. It's been an interesting um, thing to to observe with the pandemic and COVID and things being shut down and business being closed and, and what that impact has had on local government. I, I think, um, you know, you get this sense that sometimes people get feel like, well, everyone, all of local government revenues were declined and and they're ha- having to fight to to come back from all of that and and that's true for a lot of a lot of areas it was cities that were uh, de- that are m- primarily dependent on an income tax they were hit very hard during the pandemic yeah if you weren't working you weren't paying income if tax. you weren't working <laughs> you weren't paying an income tax right. so they those cities were were, were uh, got hit pretty hard right. but a jurisdiction like the county Again, the property taxes continue to get collected and yeah. paid and collected. Yeah. And great rates, too, 98%-ish. Yeah. Uh, wow. And so uh, that's another advantage uh, right. of the property tax. It's a stable source of revenue. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, Even and in the worst years, it doesn't go down Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind um, of – it's almost inflation-proof. Yeah. And, and, and,
1: and you look at, like, the percentage that get paid by mortgages, uh, mortgage companies who pay the bill and then, you know – no matter what, because they don't want they don't want the the treasury tax lien as a supreme lien. Right. So you don't. Right. Want, <laughs> yeah. They will take care of that in order to keep their lien good. So um, when you have that going on, it's, it's like what? I can't remember what the percentage is. The treasurer's often knows better than I would, but it's a it's a surprising amount of residential properties are mortgaged.
0: Um, oh yeah, it's um, I, I'm I'm going to say 60, sixty, seventy, eighty. Uh, yeah, I 80 would not be surprised or, you know, at any was, one of those yes. mortgaged, and, uh, and so that makes right. So it, uh, it's it's almost a guarantee uh, uh, source of revenue. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, and the local government fund didn't decline as much as we thought no. it was. And certainly the real estate transactions in the county did not decline. Uh, yeah, it I if don't think else. any
1: of us at the start of this in March, April would have told you that, that, that <laughs> the housing mean. thing. No, uh, no. I've only been in this, uh, what, 10, 12 years in this time. And I don't know, Carl, if you want to talk, but I, I, we were all, we definitely had those conversations in our office. And I think. We all kind of missed where we did not see the,
0: the did wrong not program. see the market doing what what it is uh, how it worked out and and another episode I'm going to be talking with the president of the of the board of the Realtors Dayton okay. Realtors we're going to talk about the market and and how it has uh, how hot it has been right and uh, that continued on through the pandemic can't I wait mean, to watch we, yeah yeah not, it, <laughs> it, it did not slow down not one right. bit uh, so well and it's the other part,
1: so going back on that so you know the housing market took off but also people were still buying durable goods.
0: And that's sales tax.
1: Right. You know, so cars took off. Even though they might might be paying
0: it to Amazon or having it delivered, but they were still paying taxes on
1: that. Yeah, a few years ago, Supreme Court ruled that we could charge sales tax on Amazon. And uh, it was, so all that stuff coming in, you know, cars took off too, the used car market, the new car market. uh, So all that sales tax. So that stuff kind of surprised on that end as well. So that came in really strong as well. Um, Are continuing to buffer that. And I think that's why we're seeing for going into next year, the estimate that the Uh, Department of Taxation gave us for public uh, library and local government funds going up so much.
0: People may not realize we have four uh, public library districts in Montgomery County. Uh, the, The main one being Dayton. Uh, I forget how many branches they have, but they have okay, branches yeah. all over the place, and you know different, Vandalia and Kettering, and I
1: know they have about half a million square feet. Okay, and I can explain. <laughs>
0: <why>. <laughs> several they have several locations <laughs> just in the city of Dayton, but mm-hmm. they refer to themselves as the Dayton Metro Library because mm-hmm. they have reached all, you know countywide. Yeah. But there are three other districts. There's um, the Wright Memorial yep. that just is in Oakwood, yeah. and then uh, Germantown, which is just in Germantown. Yep. And then uh, Centerville, Washington Township. And they have two branches. They do have two branches. Two yeah. branches. Uh, so, again, part of the, the – we have a formula, public a library formula that we use, which all of those – uh, libraries have agreed to. Yes, they it, Again, it was a similar process. We had to work out yeah. a, the formula. We
1: had a more recent revision.
0: Yeah, uh, we did. <laughs> but yeah.
1: but it, it turned out amicably. So, yeah. Uh, uh, no so lawyers we, involved. So, <laughs> <they'll, Right.
0: laughs> so, we, uh, so we, we, again, part of the process every year is we determine uh, how much money they all get. And, and we're... we're yeah. That's the role we play is to distribute those funds. Right,
1: and uh, it actually goes into the Budget Commission, which is coming up here soon for us. And that that includes Carl and uh, Matt Heck, our prosecutor, and John McManus, our treasurer.
0: Yeah, Um, Members of the Budget Commission who oversee the the distribution of these funds. Right. You guys need to approve those for us so we can
1: use that formula for the following year. Um, And, you know, for the library fund, we have a – there are a few variables, but it's a little different. It's not just population and value. We use uh, square footage, which is how I know that uh, <laughs> Data Metro is just looking at the formula. So uh, Data Metro is about five hundred thousand square feet. I know that because of that. Yeah. Uh, we use square footage of libraries. We use. Card holders and their circulation numbers. Circulation numbers. Yeah, so that kind of determines we use those as a way to adjust so that they we can evenly distribute those funds among Right.
0: Them. So. Again, Dayton having the large number of square square footage as right. you meant, and a number of different buildings throughout the county. Um they're the largest recipient of the they receive the largest amount of money from that and then Centerville yeah. and Centerville, yeah what Centerville then I think probably Oak Wright, Wright Memorial yeah. and then finally Germantown all of the districts Wright Memorial Centerville and Dayton all have levies are supported by tax levies as well yes. and only Germantown has doesn't have a tax levy that's correct yeah, yeah. so um,
1: and I don't think they've they never asked about
0: it. So no, just, I mean, no, really, a, yeah. They have a really nice facility, though. Yeah, it, all sure. of them do. I mean, all of them have have recent years. Uh, I was out at uh, Wright Memorial. You and I both, yeah, were out we're there yep. and toured uh, when they had a an opening of, after they've had some uh, remodeling, renovation out there. And uh, same thing in Centerville. Dayton has built new buildings all across yeah. the county. Still building. Yes, still they are building. Um, and and so they all have really nice facilities. They had to change their change their philosophy, you know, because yeah. libraries are different. Right, libraries are right. having a different role than they used to have, and uh, uh, so it's been interesting. And we're yeah. glad to support that work. Right, as you said, the the things that we get involved in, and sometimes they may not be the most popular things, but we're support we're supporting very important work in the community. Right, and I think it's one of the things that. Uh the uh, Office
1: offices, you know, we kind of are always kind of behind the scenes. Kind of, we work with everybody, so we know we know the city managers, we know the finance directors of all kinds of different entities, um, and it's because we help them uh, with their revenue sources, sure. right? And we pass through a lot of money from the state down to them, um, and you know, sometimes we help communicate with the state for those folks as well, um, and we provide a lot of information to those folks if we can.
0: So. We're a source for them yeah. uh, when they have questions and uh, about levies and their, the impact and revenue, you know, they look to us to help help give them some guidance on yeah. a, a proper strategy yeah. to take. And.
1: Yeah, I just say, you know, we've seen a lot more pitches, right? Because <laughs> we, we, we see it from everybody, right? right. So, um, you know, we're, we're happy to help where we can. Um, it's what we're here to do. And, right. uh, you know, I'm glad that we can help provide these services. And, you know, if we have to and you know, we we I also enjoy talking to taxpayers when they're they want to know more about it. Um, we're happy to explain it. We know it's a complicated system, um, but you know, I I find that when we get a chance to, uh, we usually do pretty good, and I think people are usually helpful or they're they're excited. To, I do want to say excited, that's the wrong word, but they want to, they're, they're usually very happy that we're able to kind of uh, demystify the process a Cause
0: little it bit. Because it, it can be a, a big uh, mystery, I think. Yeah, see, I mean, you know, I stare at spreadsheets all day to understand, yeah, and I say, you yeah. know, most people don't have time for that. So. Right. <laughs> well, Larry, yeah. uh, it is just a pleasure to work with you, yeah. and uh, again, because you're very knowledgeable and you're very committed and dedicated to the work, and, and because, because you realize it's important work. Yeah. Uh, important role we play in the community. So uh, again, I want to thank you for being my guest today. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this uh, episode of uh, Odds and Ends.